WJAZ just cooling the podcast. Uh, we're here for another show, man. And uh, I'm Tony Bellamy. Glad you can listen in. Um, today's podcast, uh, you know, we're going to talk about Sonny Rollins. And, and as you can hear, this is Sonny Rollins from The Bridge in 1962, which is a story in itself. Uh, recently, Sonny Rollins, this past, actually, this past Sunday, I forget, it was like February 21st, 20. Uh, 23rd, I forgot the date, um, but Sunday, no, February 24th, actually, it was a New York Times article, and New York, uh, Sonny Rollins uh, did an interview, uh, and he spoke about, you know, his his past and where he is presently, and it's called Sonny Rollins is at Peace, uh, but he regrets trying to one-up Coltrane, and he goes into... You know, what's he doing now? You know, he's 89 years old. Uh, his last concert was in 2012. And for health reasons, it became his last show because of health reasons. Otherwise, Sonny Rollins would still be playing. Uh, by the way, I just want to let you know, I'm Tony Bellamy, so I don't know if I said that. but I was kind of excited about reading this article. Um, so, and he says, I never really did my formal retirement. But because of health problems, that became gradual. He knew that, you know, he wasn't going to be playing this music anymore. And so he just said when it first, when it happened, um, it was quite traumatic to him. And he, he realized it and uh, he wasn't going to be playing. He felt sorry and he, um, he was crying, you know, because if you know it's something that you really love and you can't do it anymore, it's, it's rather traumatic. So, you know, that realization and spiritual beliefs, uh, he's been able to get over that. Um, and he goes and speaks about, um, you know, where he is, and as I said before. But I, I want to move fast through this article because I don't want to hold you up. Um, he, was, he talked about, you know, him and John Coltrane, which was probably one of the most interesting things. He said it was on Tenor Madness when him and John played with each other. And in it, if you ever listen to the album, um, Coltrane is playing at the top of his form. Um, and Sonny Rollins viewed him as a young whippersnapper. You know, who's this cat coming along? And um, so he didn't play hard, you know. And a lot of people said that. They said, you know, Sonny, you really didn't play. He said, no, I didn't because I didn't have to. You know, and I, I kind of looked down as a one-upmanship, as he said, uh, to playing against this guy who everybody thought was better than me, but, you know, I knew I was the better guy. Um, but he said, you know, when he thinks back on it now, he says, that should have never happened. That shouldn't have been the attitude. You know, two great players were playing together, one was coming up, and I was recognized as being the guy of that time, but... You know, this, this Coltrane, you know, he said, on Ten of Madness, my attitude wasn't correct. And he, he kind of regrets that, uh, that he was thinking about the ego instead of just playing uh, and not trying to battle someone uh, on that. And, you know, that was an interesting take uh, about this article about Sonny, Sonny Rollins talking about John Coltrane. Uh, because many people thought they were rivals, and actually they were great friends. And I just want you to, and this is an article you, you've got to read uh, to get through it. I'm just giving you an idea of what was going on. 
He talks about, you know, the many artists that he missed, you know, from Charlie Parker to Miles to, to um, you know, Dizzy Gillespie, people he can't call upon. But he, he realizes that, you know, that's just a part of life. But at the same time, he says, Wayne Shorter is still here. You know, Miles is not here, but Max Roach is not here, but Monk is not here. So, you know, you, you just got to learn how to get into to get ready to get ready, more or less is what he says. What I found next that was interesting about this article is that um, Sonny Rollins, many of you may not know, played with the Rolling Stones on a, on a particular album. And he said he didn't want to do it, you know. His wife convinced him to, to play with the Stones. He says, man, you know, I, I just couldn't get into them because I just didn't think, you know, we, you know, more or less he was saying he just didn't think it mixed. So, you know, he said, I played on there, but I wasn't really almost, as he would say, I wasn't feeling what I was doing. But it would be a couple of years later, Sonny Rollins, who lives in Woodstock, New York, uh, hears the Rolling Stones on an album, on a top 40 record uh, uh, radio. And he says, you know, here's this guy playing. He says, wow, who is that guy? And he said, wait a minute, that's me with the Rolling Stones. He says, what do you think of what you were playing back then and what you hear later? He said, you know, that wasn't too bad. So the Stones knew what they were doing in adding Sonny Rollins. And Sonny Rollins, you know, suddenly had a different point of view of, of what he was doing um, back then when he played with the Stones. And this is sort of, you know, you know, when you hear a great Sonny Rollins, straight ahead, bebop, hard bop, play with rock music, um, and then you hear Miles Davis do that and other jazz artists that would go that way. You, you got to remember the music can be heard in, in, in different types of, I guess the best word is theaters or different genres and still be relevant. And if Sonny Rollins could do it or Miles Davis, anyone can do it. Uh, it's just a matter of you being you. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what I got out of hearing that. But I, I never knew that Sonny Rollins play with the stones you know who who knew that as i as i th thumb through this article and um I, I tell you you should read it yourself and and get an idea of what sonny rollins uh and what is he doing today as i said before he's he's not going to play anymore because of health reasons um he's he's just um you know matter of fact there's going to be unreleased uh um albums that are going to come out and as Sonny Rollins said they, they may be released now or they may be released later but he says I have no control over that or how that's going to go down but he said you know I'm satisfied with life right now he 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 um, you know meditates and he's into yoga um, and that's you know that that was uh, Sonny Rollins New York Times article it was February 24th you should check it out yourself because you can you know you're gonna say you know Tony Tony Bellamy said this Tony Bellamy said that no, I'm just giving you a short version here on the podcast of Just Cool and we'll be right back next and we're gonna talk about the birth of Cool the new Miles Davis uh, documentary bio I don't know we're just gonna check it out we'll be right back. Here on Just Coolin'. WJAZ Just Coolin' the podcast. And it's a podcast. I don't believe I need to be seen <laughs> to do what we do. 
as many cats on the podcast will have been looking at themselves. I, I, I don't know what it is. But anyway, I'm Tony Bellamy here on J. Coolidge. And um, I last left you with, you know, there's a new uh, documentary out called The Birth of Cool uh, about you-know-who, Miles Davis. And uh, underneath we got Donald Byrd, by the way, and it's called Flight Time. Um, I, saw, I saw the... I saw it, you know, and, um, you know, it's much ballyhooed. To me, it, you know, I'm glad they're doing something on Miles, okay? You know, but for me, I, I wasn't really feeling it that much, to be honest with you. Um, what drove me crazy was that there's the voice, supposedly, of Miles Davis, and it is not. It is Carl Lumley who does Miles Davis' voice, which is... The worst intimidation—I don't know, man. The worst version of hearing Miles—I I didn't like it. Okay, but that's just me. I, I want you to watch this, okay? But anyway, you know, the birth of cool—the birth of cool—is about Miles, how he grew up, and um, you know how he took jazz into the, a new way. He made it. Uh, more like a concert instead of uh, being, as you remember the last time I said, why Miles? It wasn't black. <laughs> you know, that's what, that's what happened. Um, for real. You know, and uh, this they say this, but they do it in another way. They say, well, he made it more concert and more, more intelligent. Like, whoa, whoa, son. You, can you believe this? So, but Miles went with it. <laughs> you know, Miles swung with it, you know. I mean, I'm glad the way Miles had to develop his music because he couldn't play the hard bop. Um, and but besides this about the music and Miles and all that, it also speaks about Miles Davis and the women in his life. Um, he happened to be a kind of a physical guy, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, I still don't know why these women hung up with him, but they did. And and Miles was Miles, and Miles did what he did. Um, and also, in, in this Just Cool, in this um, The Birth of Cool, uh, which is a documentary. First of all, you know, you're going to see a version of Miles that some of us, hey, you're going to say, hey, this is a great thing. And for others of us that know other things about Miles might say, hey, you know, you're not really telling the true story. But you know what? The bottom line is it's a documentary about Miles, and that's cool. But, you know, why don't you do something about, um, you know, Clifford Brown or, or Thelonious Monk, you know, you know, in the same ways that you present to. And I know you've done some things about Thelonious, but I'm just saying there's so many guys in the Pantheon of Jazz that have done such great things. I'm happy for Miles, but I'm just saying you go listen to it, you go watch it, and and you tell me what you think about it, okay? Because um, I don't want you cats coming at me saying, you know, I, I you know, I can't, I can't give a brother a break. You know, I didn't do that. Nope, nope. I, I want you to watch it. But what drove me crazy was Carl Lundley, the actor, doing Miles Davis' voice. Man, that just like, whoa, goodness gracious. I had to turn it down, you know. But um, it's interesting. And there were the usual suspects that, um, as I call, who uh, who come on and say, oh, yeah, Miles was this, Miles was that, you know. Like, you know, you just got to, you know, check it out. Um, and I haven't said too much, have I? But I, I'm not trying to. Uh, I just said, hey, you know, I wasn't feeling it, you know. And, uh, but, you know, that's just Tony Bellamy. <laughs> 
and, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but I will leave you on something else, too. Um, Miles, uh, um, about Sonny Rollins. Um, you know, Sonny Rollins, I found out in his book, uh, his girlfriend, you know, and this is just something, a tidbit that I'm, I'm writing down, that his tidbit was that his first girlfriend or second girlfriend was a Faith Ringo. Faith Ringo is a, a now a real famous artist, and um, Faith Ringo also happened to be my professor at Wagner College, my art teacher. And you know, I just didn't know that. I read that in the book and say, "Whoa, whoa, Nelly!" <laughs> you know, uh, it was really cool because Professor Ringo is one of the greatest artists of our times, and you should just check out her works. And she's still on Instagram. You know, if you want to check that out. Um, but, um, I, you know, like I said, you know, that's what's going on here on WJAZ J. Coolen. Um, uh, we, we spoke about the, the documentary on Miles and uh, also uh, Sonny Rollins' interview. I thought that was pretty cool. And, and um, you know, and that's that here on WJAZ. Um, I will leave you with something else, too. You know, sometimes you have to wait. Uh, you know, a jazz artist in the UK um, signed his first record label in his 80s. In his 80s. That's how long his brother had to wait. And it just so happened that that record deal also uh, paid all his bills and, and, and keeps him going. So sometimes things don't happen when you want it. You know, but if, if, you, if you stick to it, you keep it moving... You know, it'll happen. And, and, you know, I got to keep telling myself that, too. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. And I thank you for listening to Jay Coolin, the podcast. And I want to thank Mr. Gabe Terzo, who's patiently here listening to me and making this thing happen, too, man, uh, who, who produces and, and records this and makes it happen for you to listen to. I will be back. Uh, I don't know when, but it's always something happening in the music. It's been real, as I say, and you've been most regular. And if not, see a doctor. Hopefully you don't have to see a doctor. I'm out. Peace. Audi. And all that stuff. www.justcoolin.com. J-U-S-T-C-O-O-L-I-N.com. And Just Coolin Bellamy on Instagram. You know, so I'm out, as I said before. Take care.